everybody. Welcome to the Masterful Collaborations podcast brought to you by GMCC in partnership, of course, with the many people and organizations that help bring forth an equitable structure for collaboration and power sharing in areas of food, youth, and well-being. Now, the uh, Masterful Collaborations podcast will be featuring uh, the various Masterful Collaborations that GMCC is inspiring and driving around the greater Twin Cities and outstate Minnesota areas uh, with its collaborating partners. Uh, But this first episode here is going to be a little bit different uh, than those that will follow because on this episode, uh, we have a a treat. We're going to get an understanding of, of really the foundational elements of the Masterful Collaborations Initiative. Uh, What's behind it, uh, what's in front of it, and the people and the principles that are guiding it. Uh, So today we have uh, Bruce Ensrud, the board chair at GMCC. Uh, I was going to say chairman of the board, but it just, it didn't feel right. Uh, Like you should be wearing some kind of monocle or something, Bruce. Uh, And uh, so we have Bruce, we have, uh, we have masterful collaborations chair and retired president and CEO of Big Brothers, Big Sisters of of the Great Twin Cities area, Gloria Lewis. And we have uh, Reynolds Anthony Harris, a man who wears many hats here uh, as not only uh, one of the architects of the Masterful Collaborations Initiative, uh, but also uh, architect of uh, some of the programs that you're going to be hearing about on future podcast episodes. So without further ado, I welcome Bruce, Gloria, and Reynolds Anthony. Uh, Thanks for joining us today on the the big show. Nice to be here. Happy to be here. Yes, glad. Well, it's great having you here on this very sunny uh, afternoon. Uh, not really supposed to timestamp podcast, but it's a beautiful Friday afternoon, and it couldn't uh, couldn't be a better way to start the weekend than uh, than hearing all about uh, the masterful collaborations initiative and all the great work uh, that's going on here at GMCC. So, uh, Reynolds, Anthony, actually, I'd like to start with you, uh, kind of put you on the spot because um, while your modesty. Uh, I know is uh, going to prevent you from taking credit. Uh, you were very instrumental, uh, very instrumental architect of this whole, you know, kind of masterful collaborations initiative, which really uh, is is more than a campaign. Um, you know, it's it's kind of a it's a way to engage. Uh, it's 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 almost like a an operating norm uh, at at GMCC, and so would love you to kind of kick us off here. Just kind of give us. Give us sort of the, you know, they call it the elevator speech, but, uh, um, but, but it's a nice tall sti- uh, skyscraper here uh, around Anthony. So you got you you don't have to, you don't have to rush it here. So you got a, you got a long elevator ride either up or down, um, but maybe just kind of give us a little bit of grounding on, on really what, uh, what we mean by masterful collaborations and how it fits in uh, to what we're sure. doing here at GMCC. Sure. So uh, w- when the GMCC executive director, Adrian Dorn asked me to, assist her almost two years ago uh one of the first things we talked about is where she wanted to take the organization and uh about a great deal about the history so we dug into the history pretty deeply and we uh a theme really emerged which was uh the organization for years has uh acted out of a place called collaboration that's how it began it organized uh, groups of people Throughout the years, uh, they've done that to address uh, a number of issues, uh, everything from social justice 
the food uh, hunger and challenges, uh, and also most recently the uh, pandemic that we've been involved in. And so uh, I kind of said, you know, when I look back on the work over all the years, it's been masterful in terms of the numbers of people, the 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 uh, the, uh, the kinds of uh, the, the what I would call the way in which uh, they reached out to the uh, diversity of the community, both at, uh, in Minneapolis but also the state through some of the other work we're doing. And so uh, we came up with the term "masterful collaborations." It's how we work, and um, that was really the inspiration for us creating this initiative to. Uh, both reintroduce our work uh, to a larger community and to use it as a framework for inviting others to join us in the good work. Mm-hmm. So that's the basic pitch behind where we, how we arrived at Masterful Collaborations. And that was in a meeting, I believe, with Gloria and some others, and it seemed to stick, so we went with it. Yeah, yeah. No, I love it. And I love, you know, when you when you look at the word, uh, collaboration, you know, uh, co-labor, you know, there's, there's, there's work that's done, uh, by, um, more than one. And, and so I think it's a very on purpose word. And so Gloria, you know, not only are you, you know, at the tip of the, uh, master full collaboration sphere as the chair of the initiative, but you know, your background, uh, uh, not so coincidentally, <laughs> as one of the most uh, impactful community leaders that we've had here in the Twin Cities, um, as the uh, you know uh, CEO of Big Brother Big Sisters, just such a a legendary uh, organization doing so much great work. I mean, you know, y- you uh, you know you've got a great perspective from being one of those co laborers. Um, and so you bring that to this, to this campaign, how maybe talk a little bit about how, you know, how important, you know, and how you're seeing, you know, the, the masterful collaborations initiative, not only from the perspective of GMCC, but really on from the perspective of, you know, kind of where, you know, kind of your past life, you know, uh, as, as being one of the collaborators. Well, Jeff, you know, it's very interesting. Um, when I think of masterful collaborations, I also think of fearless. Uh, it's something that you are stepping into. You are working with new people, new entities, old people who've been around before. But the main factor here with a masterful collaboration is that you put the kind of fearless energy, effort, and mind into it. I've always said that one of the things that uh, that I enjoy most is vision. To have a vision of where you want to go and to where you want to end up, um, it's hard sometimes for people to see it. So it has to be shown in example. Uh, I, I must admit, I enjoyed my 12, 13 years I had in Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and I did... I was able to, with the help of others, to bring a fresh view of what it is that these 3,000 and some young people needed and where they were to go and where they wanted to uh, to take their lives. And one of the things that I'm very proud about and thankful to the Twin Cities community for is that we began an education program that sent over 120 young people to college it said several to graduate school, and I'm very proud that one of our big sisters has her PhD. 
and it all started out as a vision. The vision was to take these young people to a platform and to a place where where they would succeed. Masterful collaborations is just that. We are headed in a a pathway that leads us to to things that maybe others can't envision right now, but they are needed in the future. So the programs, the work, the collaborations uh, is all around this vision because I see masterful collaborations as a vision that is growing. And we've come a long way to get to that vision. Um, We clearly are in what I would call the incubation year. You know, it takes a little time to, to, you know, to put all the ingredients in and Mm -hmm. to bubble them up and to stir, you know, you stir the pot. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, you lose a couple of things along the way. But I have always said, when you feel that you've lost something, something better is coming. Mm -hmm. And, And that's how I feel about this masterful collaboration. And I am... Uh, honored to be asked by GMCC to put, uh, to help spearhead this. I was a board member for over four years uh, while in the past, and I am proud to say even at that point, I was not at Big Brothers Big Sisters at that time. I was at the state of Minnesota as the director of Minority and Multicultural Health which is something uh, that I hold dear in terms of the BIPOC work that's being done now. And while I was there, I was able to give over the past four years, I think they got over 16, uh, over, they got 400 and some thousand dollars a year for four years Hmm. for the work that they were doing because they were doing really great work. We have a new vision now and we're going to do even greater work. So that's mm-hmm. where I, that's I stand great. on this. Yeah, no, that's great. And, you know, Bruce, you've been, um, you know, Gloria speaks of her board uh, service, and you've been with GMCC for a long time in, in a variety of uh, capacities, you know, as a volunteer, as a, a you know, individual donor, as a, as a, a kind of a corporate supporter, a, a board member now, you know, kind of the big cheese, uh, as I was uh, teasing you in the, in the outside. So, and, and, I, and I do think, you know, as someone who is now, in a position to really, you know, help lead the, you know, kind of the, that vision that Glory speaks of taught, you know, and yet, and yet you are, and I'm somebody famous, I think it was Isaac Newton or some really now much more uh, uh, profound person than me as, as evidenced by me hacking this, but that whole idea of standing on the shoulders of giants, whoever said that, um, I, I have to believe that for you in the role that you're playing at GMCC, you know, you're you're looking you're able to look back on all of the great work that GMCC has done and and now at this point with the masterful collaborations vision and what's ahead how do you how do you see how do you see masterful collaborations as being you know um reflecting you know kind of where GMCC has been um versus where it's heading uh, or is it just this like that you know, really intentional listening to really not just race to programming, not just race to fundraising, you know, um, before you really understand um, what, where and how the biggest impact can be made. Well, I think the reason I like the, I like the term incubation so much 
is because anything that you do too fast will not last. Hmm. And that means that you have to put all the ingredients together. You have to bring people to the table when you're talking about um, a collaborating, because collaboration is a beautiful word, but it is a hard thing to do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it really is. And I really like it. And to add masterful to it is incredible. But I think that's where GMCC is going. You know, there's this saying that when I've been to these workshops and other kinds of trainings and talking about change is that the only one who likes change is a wet baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And that's true because we are changing. Um, and that change has to be, it's an inside change that has to be projected to the outside. The outside then has to find its way inside hmm. of GMCC. Uh, I think it has incredible um, ideas. They can be put forth, you know, even when people hear of a new idea, they're, they're kind of skeptical at first. Well, how is that going to work? Well, to be honest to you, that's why we have incubation, because we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. And so if you have the opportunity to use that time, to use uh, leaders within the community, to invite people to your host, to, to your house, I love the idea of being a host. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand whether you are the host or the other person is the host. Because that could be very true. They could be hosting you while you're thinking, uh, no, you know, you know, we're the host because, you know, we are the, you know, we're the everything. But no, we're not always that. And to be patient, that's why incubation allows you to do that. So I, I, I really think that, um, this collaboration, this idea, this body of work is going to have a, have an impact on the community and on the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do think so. One of the things that I um, would say that this organization agency has a 116-year history that came out of the faith community. And I'm, I'm saying now that it is time for us to look at, as one person said to me that I talked to who was, who was once on the board, I want to see GMCC be more ecumenical and to not leave out the faith community. Hmm. And the faith community is not there just to be there. Um, I, as an African-American woman, know that without the faith community, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now because I wouldn't have had the support. I would not have had my family would not have made it out of slavery. And I would not have been here to be able to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. And I think as we and that's that drawback on the history that you take moving forward. And I think that Reynolds has made this very, very clear to us. And that with that, 
coming up with the things that we wish to do, coming up to get along that pathway of raising money. And I tell you, I, I raised it until I couldn't raise it anymore because I retired. I said, <laughs> I'm giving somebody else a chance to raise it. It's a wonderful thing to do. It really is. Yeah. And and um, it, it's, it's, and it's all about relationships. Yeah. Well, and, and Reynolds Anthony, you know, as Gloria mentions, you know, you really have been instrumental in so many aspects of the Masterful Collaboration thing, you know, bringing in, you know, not only the, you know, kind of the legacy of GMCC and the faith, you know, you've you really been uh, also kind of the, the fulcrum of, 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 of the types of projects that are being incubated with this. And, um, you know, you've, you've got some uh, great experience in, in architecting and planting some, some seeds out there that, that we're going to be talking about um, in subsequent episodes here of the Masterful Collaborations podcast. Can you give us, uh, without uh, turning you into my, you know, pitch guy uh, for, for tune in next week, <laughs> but can you, can you, uh, can you give us uh, a little bit of a sneak preview of just the kinds of uh, the kinds of neat things that GMCC is, is doing out there uh, with some of these, because masterful collaborations isn't just an idea. It's not just a, a way of thinking there, there is some real collaborating uh, going on out there. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say that one of the spaces is an education uh, when we arrived at uh, GMCC, we looked back and all the good things that happening in terms of work with youth. Um, but one of the things that we recognize is that our youth in the city, particularly, but also you know in other places in the state, uh, don't get exposed to some of the latest. Uh, and I won't say latest; I would say uh, world class. Uh, processes that teachers and guides use with students to help them find their own genius. So uh, we've taken that those materials and created something called the Genius Lab. And uh, the Genius Lab, this particular test that we've been doing the, the last few months, is really focused on helping kids find their own genius uh, with some nudging and guiding as opposed to just uh, talking at and responses that we've gotten from from participants and their parents is that it's a new thing. They haven't had teachers that begin with the student and then go forward. Often there's an agenda and then you meet the student, which has its pluses and minuses, as you all know, uh, being parents. Um, it's been a joy to watch them come alive and to uh, look at who, who do they see as a genius in their lives, which is just remarkable. And we're very excited about this work uh, because it gets at issues of trauma. It gets at issues of self-development. It gets at uh, exposing um, participants to uh, STEM and science in a very creative way where they make things with their hands as opposed to just listen to lectures. We don't lecture. We basically create a, uh, a studio for students to create, and then they present their work. To the community and their parents and we we were able to do this last summer and we look forward to doing one again before the holidays uh here as we sort of close out the fall session and then we're going to step back as gloria would say and say what do we need to do to improve uh as we plan for other iterations that we're, we're going to announce here in the new year 
Um, that's really exciting because we know we've been told by parents and the kids, we've never had an education experience like this, unless you go to a school like Breck or one of the other uh, private schools here in the Twin Cities. Um, the, the second thing is the, the, the connective tissue between the rural and the urban, particularly around food uh, and food shelves. And so we did some research um, a year ago that uncovered um, the lack of, it doesn't exist, uh, an ecosystem that connects uh, small rural farmers, BPOC farmers, of course, included in that with the city in such a way that there is an, uh, an, a distribution network to get the products into the market. Uh, that simply doesn't exist. The technology doesn't exist. And that's a project that we launched some months ago and are building, uh, quietly building, slowly building through collaboration, a uh, connection between BIPOC farmers, small and medium-sized farmers who are challenged but are all committed to what we call uh, agriculture from uh, using both ancient wisdom and new technologies uh, into uh, not only the Twin Cities market, but eventually larger markets. And that's very exciting. We're getting people who are raising their hands and we got a call yesterday from an executive who uh, has experience in distribution, who's just called up and said, I heard about this and I'm willing to volunteer to help you guys think about how you would do that. And uh, we're very excited about that. That's, there's more to come there. Um, in addition to that, we're uh, pretty excited about some of the public uh, in Minneapolis uh, events that we have uh, planned. And I won't uh, steal the thunder of the executive director. I'll let her share that with you. But it's, it's music. It's art. It's uh, so much of the last two years has been such a drudge that the notion of collaborative celebration if you will, is something that we're hoping to uh, implement as part of this Maxwell Collaboration Series uh, sometime in the early summer. But more to come on that. I don't want to steal her thunder. Yeah, well, we'll we'll, uh, we'll try to we'll we'll try to get Adrian on one of these uh, episodes. But I think that was a perfect a uh, couple of great examples of the of the real kinds of uh, the sort of the fruits the fruits, no pun intended, especially for that last one, um, of the collaboration. So I think those are great. Uh, it's a great preview to not only um, uh, a couple of the next episodes here of our Masterful Collaborations podcast, but more importantly, uh, the great work that is being done uh, under the banner of Masterful Collaborations. So, hey, I want to thank uh, Reynolds, Anthony Harris, Gloria Lewis, and Bruce Enzrud for joining us today. Um, just really, really uh, appreciate uh, the time that you that you're taking um, uh, to be both be on the show and share uh, the background and the foreground and the future of uh, the Masterful Collaborations Initiative, and then obviously most importantly, uh, the the impact that it's making on all of our communities. So thanks again. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff.